Hi, this is Wesley. This is Kashina. And we would like to welcome you to the Underground Geek Shack. <sighs> it is stupidly hot today. Oh yeah. I this is so guys, I like summer, summer's great and all. I just don't like this heat. Man. <laughs> Those who are watching the video, as you can tell by the, by the light what? behind us. We are in front of the sun right now. <laughs> we are in space recording in front of the sun. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. But like, you know, what's the best way to beat the heat? By watching a good, wholesome, wonderful anime. Yep. So just let you guys know, before we get into that, hey! <laughs> do you want to know something? What do I want to know? So, do you remember Berserk 2016? Yeah, the whole 3D animation. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, you remember when, you know, Berserk fans were so openly rejecting the fact that, you know, the anime has turned into complete, like, disarray with the animation style and whatnot. Yeah. So let's take that animation style. Mm -hmm. Alright? Put it in a different anime. Mm -hmm. But now, people love it. Mm -hmm. That's basically what this anime is. So kind of like Ruby, except it's the reverse. <laughs> so like Ruby, except the, the reverse, the better it got, the worse people hated it. <laughs> But yeah, today we are going to be talking about Kimono Friends. Kimono Friends. This was a blind anime pick that I chose, and let me tell you, I love every bit of it. So, I just finished watching it, mind you. I was about to say, this is this is not a blind anime pick for me. I watched this like a few years ago out of pure curiosity because, like, as Wesley can tell you, I'm an animation student. I care a lot about animation. Yep. This is rougher than my animation. <laughs> but... It's still just so wholesome, but we're gonna get to my reactions to it a little bit later. For now, we're gonna focus on you, buddy. <laughs> so, all right. <laughs> your initial thoughts when I presented to you the idea of, hey, kimono friends. Well, I put it off for like a day due to me editing and everything yeah. like that. Yeah. But then, once I actually sat down and I was like, okay, let me watch this and see what the heck it's about. <laughs> and I was sat down, clicked the first episode, and I'm like, okay, like, because the whole animation thing doesn't actually bother me. Yeah. Like, it's mainly, like, in the background. I was mainly in it just for, like, the whole beats and everything like that. The miscellaneous stuff that was going on. And I yeah. was like, okay, okay. But then I also had to keep pausing it every single time. Only to sit there and read off the name of the different animal. I know they say they're what they actually are, but I just like reading their names. And I'm just like, oh, you're this. Oh, you're this. And then, like, having the little intermission moments where you actually have the zookeepers actually talking about the animals themselves. And I'm like, yo, what is this? This is really interesting. So I have a question to ask you. Were you one of those kids that, like, grew up on Animal Planet? Like, did you watch the Animal Planet a lot? Yeah. Animal Planet bored me, really. <laughs> like, like, okay, so, like, me growing up, I watched, like, PBS Kids, and so, you know, I kind of grew up with, like, you know, Wishbone, and I still bring back Wishbone, please. <laughs> I grew up with, like, Wishbone, Arthur, and then, uh, the Crap Brothers. Oh, yeah, the, yeah. uh, the, yeah. Yeah. I remember that. I, I thought you were going to say Zabumafu. And that I, too, because yes. that's actually where the crap numbers first started before they went to the whole animation thing. Yeah. Yes. Yes, Zabumafu. So, um, for those of you who don't know, Kimono Friends is basically 
<laughs> Zaboomafu, the Crap Brothers, and stuff like that. Any animal like learning show, basically yeah. Animal Planet as an anime. Animified. <laughs> but instead of the animals being animals, they're actually they all. So yeah, Japan did it again. <laughs> they turned them all into girls. <laughs> Every single animal is a girl. Yep. But you know what? It's not creepy. Like nope. this, this anime did it so well. Like they made it not creepy. Yeah, I have it like because our main character, the main person that we follow, is Kamanchan. She's so yeah. She is the only human in this whole entire park. She's the only human left. All other humans are gone. Yeah. And then we have the animals. Yeah. So the first animal we meet is Serval. 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 Yes. I kept saying Serval. Serval. <laughs> Serval, like serval cats. Yeah. I love it. I liked her. <laughs> and then we got the sand cats, and then we got the hippos. <laughs> <laughs> the hippos, the Indian elephant, <laughs> the giraffe. Who's obviously a detective. The ace detective giraffe. <laughs> obviously, they need to make a game about her. Speaking of which, fun fact. They made um, a game? So this uh, anime originated from a mobile game that released in Japan for a few months before it like shut down. Mm. So literally this anime kind of like came out of nowhere for mm -hmm. a lot of people because a lot of because the, there's no manga based off of this. There was a game but it only ran for Yeah, a I remember cuz I remember people talking about I was about to say jump on any part. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. So the, the the opening song is like really catchy and me and him's been singing the freaking opening every chance we get. So now every time we talk about the anime, we're just like, Jeff body party. <laughs> but like, I remember when people were talking about like, stop saying jump on park. It's Kimono friends. Kimono friends. When people were talking about it, people were like, yeah, you should actually watch it. It's actually pretty good. But then I was like, Maybe there's a manga about it. So your boy did some research. But this is way back then. This is way back then. I'm digging deep back into my psyche. But oh my like, god. Back then I was like, okay, maybe there's a manga about it. So I looked, there wasn't one. <laughs> and I was like, he said he utter disappointment. <laughs> there wasn't one. And then I was just like, I ain't gonna watch it. Nah, I'm good. But now I watched it. Well, you know what? Here's the thing. Mm -hmm. I liked it. I really enjoyed it. When it came to that final fight scene, they didn't have to flex on him. So, for those of you who stayed with us when we were in Between the Lines, yeah, there was a specific episode that we talked about. And I forget which one it was. I do believe it was Tokyo Ghoul. Probably Tokyo Ghoul. And we were talking about, like, when... Or, it, no, I think it might have been the music and anime. Oh, yeah, music and anime. And we were talking about when, um, like, the main intro theme comes in and there's a high acting fight and then you hear the intro come in and you know things about to get real and so in this episode it was like episode 11 or 10 one of the two and there's a big fight going on and then like you hear the main intro theme come in and you're just like what is going on and then you see all the freaking friends that we've met along the way <laughs> come jumping out of the freaking woodworks and then you're just like it looks like avengers assemble <laughs> but then like because all of them were just like standing there about to jump <laughs> about to jump the enemy and then what do you see in the background hovering above the hill <laughs> is the freaking title card and i'm like he didn't have to flex on him like that it was the best reaction because i was here for this he hasn't watched he didn't watch the last episode before I got here so we watched the last episode together and I'm just sitting 
you're like, oh yeah, I can't wait for this part. I can't wait for this part. And then when the fight scene happens, I pause before and I said, Wesley, you have my permission to laugh. And he's like, okay. <laughs> and then we played and then <laughs> the fight scene happened. And he was just like, what? <laughs> because, I mean, here's the thing about this anime. Um, like you said, the animation, you said you didn't care about the animation. I... It's then a surprise. Again, we're coming from two different yeah. points. It's a surprise so. for me because, like, I loved it so much despite the animation just being absolute crap. Mm -hmm. Like, it's stiff. You can barely see facial expressions and stuff like that. I but did it's... like. I did not mean to cut you off. Oh no, you're good. But when it came to the when it came to the penguins, to the idol penguins, the idol penguins, and, we, and they were doing their whole dance and everything. And I was like, okay, the cinematography on this is pretty good. Because I was like, look at that camera work, though. And the cameraman would be like, shoot! <laughs> like, you could just tell that, like, you know, despite the animation still being bad, mm -hmm. so much love and care went into this series. And I stopped caring about the animation. Like, I just think back to this anime uh, with so much fondness. Like, I'm just like, I love everything about this because it's just so wholesome. I was a kid that grew up on freaking Animal Planet. Mm -hmm. I watched, like, Planet Earth and stuff like that. I just like watching animal documentaries. I'm that kid. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, just seeing this and seeing it in a more fun way because the animals are humanized now. How would they react with each other? They mm -hmm. talk about characteristics that are actually, like, real-life things. Yeah. Like, with the rhino, what do you <laughs> what do you do to attack? We charge. charge that's, that's it. it. <laughs> We also watched a little bit of the uh, the English dub, mainly the outtakes and the bloopers. Yep. Oh my god, that's still my favorite. <laughs> and then you got like one of the monkeys over here with, with the freaking pole looking like Goku, and I'm like, hi, it's me, Goku. Goku. <laughs> it's just, just watching this just brings me so much joy. And um, I guess before we can go into like more, you know, funny things about that we loved about this anime, one more serious question before we just go absolutely crazy with the wildness that is this anime. Mm -hmm. So here's what I want to propose to you. Mm -hmm. Does an anime need a need to focus on a very strong plot in order for it to be enjoyable? I don't think so. But the only reason why I say that is because with most anime it's like, okay, we have to have a driving plot to at least set the groundwork. If you can if you have a plot now the inner writing is coming out, but if you set the pace for everything, you have that groundwork for your plot. The plot is good and everything, but then you have to build upon that. If you have miscellaneous stuff, you can have miscellaneous stuff, but it can still tie into the plot in some way. Like okay. with some Jumpy Point, Kimoto Friends, they have miscellaneous stuff, but each thing tied in to one another. Mm -hmm. So like when Kamonchan and Serval went and they met with each individual friend. Mm -hmm. They they're called they're animals, but they call each other friends. Yeah, they call each and other friends. When they went to meet each individual friend, then we also had the other bit where it's Raccoon and Fennec going to basically still meet with each individual friend, but chasing after Kabanchan mm -hmm. and Serval. Yes. So that's basically like. Kabanchan and Servo are the main plot. Raccoon and Fennec are the B plot, basically. The uh, backdrop. Yeah. And then you had the Ceruleans, yeah. which were all trying to figure out, like, how did they come? Where did they come from? They're the main enemy of this um, universe and stuff like that. And 
I would have to agree with you. An anime is really enjoyable if it has like somewhat of a strong plot that you can follow yeah. behind. Like a lot of the animes that we have talked about so far on this show and mm-hmm. on In Between the Lines yeah. is anime. We talked a lot. We talk a lot about shonen anime like My Hero Academia, Demon Slayer, and stuff like that. Yeah. Where the main drive of it is the plot. Like yeah. you can't watch episode three, episode seven. Then go back to episode one and mm-hmm. still follow the plot because you'll just be confused. Yeah. And, you know, I enjoy anime where you have to, like, pay, like actively pay attention to know what's going on. Yeah. But I also like how Kiwano Friends is. Mm-hmm. Um, like, that's so I didn't rewatch this whole, epi- um, this whole series for this episode, but I watched episode one, episode nine, and then episode 11 and 12. And then I went back and watched a couple of more different episodes um, out of order, and I still thoroughly enjoyed it because um, it is only twelve episodes. Right? Yeah, it's only twelve episodes. Well, first season is. There's a second there's a, season, yeah. but we didn't watch that. There is still like, yeah, there's still a plot, but this anime leads way to you being able to watch things out of order because it's very, it's more episodic. Yeah. So it does remind me of stuff like Arthur and mm-hmm. stuff like that, where. Um, let's say with another kids sh- kids show, Cyber Chase. Oh, oh. no! Now you take me back. <laughs> Not Cyber Chase. <laughs> like this anime really reminds me of Cyber Chase due to the fact that yes, there is one main plot mm-hmm. and it's briefly mentioned, but you don't have to watch episodes one yeah. through this to yeah. truly understand. It's it's like that. You can jump in almost everywhere and but still understand what's happening. Yeah, just don't jump in on episode like eleven. Yeah, the only time where, like, the episodes really start to really focus on things is episodes 11 and 12. Yeah. Because then uh, they're really focusing on wrapping up the anime, which is the plot with the Ceruleans on this particular island. Yeah. And, like, I find that interesting, but in all honesty, if mm-hmm. this anime did not have the Ceruleans, did not have the Cerulean plot, and it was just literally Kabanchan trying to figure out more about herself while meeting other animals, mm-hmm. I would still watch this. Oh, yes. Because yeah. this show, it dealt with it so well, because it was just kind of like, oh, we get to meet this animal today. It almost reminded me of, like, you know, like, back in the old days when you had, like, the whole monster of the week. Mm-hmm. Type thing. It, this was more like animal of the week, because like every time Kabanchan would go to a different place, and like whether she went to the high the high mountain to meet with the uh, alpaca, and, and I was like, at first I was like, oh well, this is an interesting place, and then opens the door, and I'm like, who the heck are you? And then alpaca shows up, and I was like, okay, this is new. <laughs> Or you go to the um, to the library mm-hmm. and you meet the professor and the assistant. Yep. Like every little like small, it's just so. Or you cute. go to you go to the onsen and then you got the two foxes. Dude, the onsen, I love it. <laughs> oh my god. So yeah, we're gonna start getting to the silly stuff now that I just really like about this anime. So this anime, uh, we're gonna talk about the onsen thing real quick. That was hilarious. So when told mostly about this, I told him. Let me know when you get to the Fox episode. And he's like, what? I was like, you'll know when you get there. <laughs> and I got to it, like, this morning. And I was sitting there, and I was like... Because, you know, like, I do my morning routine and everything. And then I came back, and I was like, okay, let me actually sit down, watch this, so we can get the episode. So, wait, right before that. So, I told Wesley, when you get to the Fox episode, I'm just going to let... I'm going to give you this minor spoiler right now. There's an onsen 
they have an onsen scene. Everybody who's watched the anime, you know what this means. You might want to explain it for people who don't. So for those who don't know what exactly I mean, uh, an onsen scene, usually there's some innuendos or some shenanigans going on where it's like, oh, there's the female onsen, there's the male onsen. Um, it's basically supposed split to- Split by gender. Split by gender and stuff like that. There, it's supposed to be like sort of fan service-y and stuff yeah. like that. And I told Wesley, hey, so this anime has an onsen scene, but it does not go the way the way that you think it will go. And he said, huh, okay, <laughs> now continue on with your story. <laughs> so, you know, I get to that, I get to the onsen scene and I'm like, okay. But then it hit me at first and I was like, wait a minute. Because, you know, they're talking about the, you know, the, the hot spring mm -hmm. and everything. Sorry, this is all raw coming out. <laughs> <laughs> but like they got to, you know, they were talking about like the hot spring and everything and how it's good to take a bath and everything like that. Yeah. And so, you know, they get into the hot spring and then they look at Kamenchan and they're like, Kamenchan, come on in. And I'm like, wait, but she, they're, they're in a hot spring. Kabanchan can't just get into the hot spring with her clothes on. She has to take it off so then she can... So all the animals, <laughs> just to mind you, all the friends, they are animals, so yeah. they act like animals. And there, there are things you have to be like, oh yeah, they're not very human-like. Yeah. So, just to paint the picture for you, you have these friends, they're already in the hot spring, but they still have their clothes on. Yeah. <laughs> and then so they look at Kabanchan. <laughs> And they're like, why don't you join us? <laughs> and she said, ah, well, you know, I gotta at least take off my clothes. And they're like, what are clothes? And then she's just like, these. And they're like, those can come off. The, the <laughs> utter amazement of like how they were just like, whoa, you can take <laughs> off, you can take these off. <laughs> and then they just start stripping. <laughs> And then you see the camera pan away to something else, and Kavon is like, wait, you're not supposed to get naked in front of me! <laughs> I love it. The good thing is, is that at least the camera pans out, so then you don't actually have to witness it. I know, you just hear the shenanigans going on in the background, but like still, it's just so cute and funny, like that is just the funniest thing. And then Wesley was like, I see what you mean by the own sense. Oh my god, I'm just telling you, like, this anime just makes me oh, so freaking oh, giddy. Oh. And then there's also the fight that I love between Moose and Lion. <laughs> oh my god, so yeah, there's an entire, um, so there's an uh, episode called Planes. It talks about different plane animals and stuff like that. And, go yeah. on, go on. I can't remember the episode exactly, well, but... So, with that episode, they were saying that there's a war going on. And I'm <laughs> like, what? A war! Apparently it's a war between the lions and the moose. Like, it's really weird. Yeah, and then the B1B. And so it got to a point where the moose sat here and decided to have Kamanchan and Serval help them out with trying to, like, get Settle the their war. differences, yeah. Yeah, and then I'm just like, how is this gonna work? But, like, they start the war and everything, and you got the chameleon girl over here being an actual ninja. And I'm just like, yo, okay, because she's like, I gotcha, fam. And then she just sits there, she goes, and then just disappears. And I'm like, yo, okay, cool. But then the realest fight happened when 
you see Kabanchan and Moose run into the dojo, and then you just see Lion just laying there. And I'm like, what you doing here? And then she's like, time to fight me for real. And I'm just like, wait a minute. And they're just going at it. And I'm like, what is happening? And then it got to a point, you know, like the old samurai scenes where like they go for the old standoff. And yeah. one of them, and they both move at the same time. What screen goes white? And then one of them falls over. But no, both of their balloons pop at the same time. And then they're like, it's a draw. And I'm like, <laughs> what? I love it. Oh, dude, I'm just telling you, just this whole anime just brings out the child in me. And I can tell by like your whole reenactment of that anime, of that scene. If I, would you say it brings out the child within you as well? Oh, yeah. Because like the entire time I was watching it, I was like, what is this so sucky real type stuff? <laughs> Like, you just see every other, like, reference to everything, like, just, just human culture. And you're just like, what are these animals doing? Oh, <laughs> uh, I have to say, like, the most out-of-world thing would totally be the freaking idol scene. Which, so, um, interesting fact. Oh, the penguins? With the penguins, yes. So, I can't remember which penguin it was. It wasn't the main penguin out of the idol group. It was one of the other side penguins. Mm -hmm. uh, in one of the Japanese zoos, there was, uh, to promote kimono friends, they had cardboard cutouts of the different penguins mm. from the idol group. And there's this one real life penguin who everyone nicknamed Great. He fell in love <laughs> with the cutout. <laughs> and so everyone's just like shipping Grape with passed away they said no don't worry your waifu will always be with you <laughs> so it was the freaking uh one of the uh one of the penguins from the idol group i want to say it's like the more shire one with the pink in her hair mm, nope it wasn't the emperor penguin it wasn't the emperor penguin it wasn't was it princess it might have been probably princess probably but like that's what i love about it it's just like when i heard this story i was like what? <laughs> and I looked into it and I was like, oh my god, this was a thing! <laughs> Don't worry, your waifu will always be with you. It's like, meet your waifu in the sky, <laughs> great. And I'm like, what? Great? <laughs> oh my god. That sounds so cool. <laughs> but I just, I love, I just, why an idol penguin group? Sure, yes, it makes sense. But it was interesting because, like, seeing that whole like dynamic of like all the penguins coming together and then trying to figure out how the old generation was compared to what they're trying to do now. Yeah, and then you're just like, oh, okay. But then Princess decides to leave because then she starts acting all weird. She's like, do whatever the heck you guys want, and then she just leaves. And I'm just like, what is your deal? And I just like, because you actually do get a glimpse of um, idol work behind the scenes. Oh, yeah. Because, yeah. um, fun fact about me, I like looking up random stuff sometimes. And one day, my curiosity peaked with idol groups. Mm -hmm. And I was always wondering, like, you know... Oh, yeah, because those are... They, they work really hard. They do. Now, that, all, that goes not only for J-pop, that also goes for K-pop. Yes. And almost any other idol group that's out there. The reason, the only reason, the look you're giving me is, boy, you sure know your stuff. The only no. reason how I know my stuff is because I have friends who are like 
big fans of this. Oh um, yeah, I don't worry, Wesley. Me and you have a couple of friends yeah. who are really into Korean like pop yeah. culture and stuff yeah. like that. But yeah, it like, got to a point where they wanted me to sit here and like figure out how this whole idol group got together and everything. And I was just like, that's a whole rabbit hole. I don't want to go down. <laughs> You're like, mm, not about it, cheap. <laughs> I'm sticking to my anime. My anime. <laughs> But yeah. But yeah, I do like that fact that you actually get to see like the behind the scenes. It's not all happy go lucky and everything. You actually have to put in the work. And yeah. sometimes the work that you put in doesn't actually plan out the way you want it to go. Like it's just it's just so good. And just I I'm sorry, I don't know. It you... works for them. I like yeah, that. I love it. And then you see their manager come with the. Oh Yo, my god. She had the best thing. She was able to mimic Princess's voice as she's walking up on stage. I was like, Yo! I love it! Oh my god. Just. Oh, oh uh, yeah. We forgot to talk about Boss. Boss? Oh yeah. Boss. <laughs> or as, as everyone else. Well, everyone, as else Kevin, him, everyone else calls him Boss. Because he never speaks, he's just there. <laughs> he's omnipresent. Boss always watches. <laughs> but no. Uh, Kavan also, well, Kavan Chan um, only calls him, she only calls him Lucky. Lucky Beast. Or Lucky, because uh, when he starts talking to her, because apparently uh, the Lucky Beasts, they roam around the park and they're supposed to like take care of maintenance and stuff like that. Yeah. But not to mess with the ecosystem of the world, since they are animals, they don't talk to the friends. Yeah. They only talk to the human. Yeah. Because the humans created them. And it's funny because everyone's like, oh my god, they can talk. <laughs> but um, just, oh my god. Boss is such, uh, he's so cool. But honestly, he has the best personality despite him literally only being a robot. Mm. One of my favorite scenes is when, <laughs> is when he's driving in the desert. And they're like, oh no, it's a sandstorm. Boss is like, don't worry, I know a detour. And then he starts to drive. But the car's not going anywhere because it's stuck in sand. And everyone's like... What, what's happening? And you look at Boss, and he's just so... He's like, oh my god. <laughs> I think the only thing that I liked was when... I forget. Like, I think it was Kabanchan and Servo, and they were sitting there just talking with one another. And then they were like, oh yeah, we should go this way. And Boss is like, no, we should go this way. It's the correct route. And then Servo's like, no, 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 we should go this way. And so they start walking the other direction, and you're just like, like, come on, Boss. And Boss is just like, oh no. Oh no! Oh no! Oh my god! I love it. And like, I think Boss is broken, and Boss is just like, eh, eh, eh. <laughs> I love him. He's the best. I have to say, his sacrifice at the end. Though. Oh yeah, yeah. <sighs> May Boss's real body rest in peace. Because we sat here, we watched it, and I was like, wait a minute, those were parting words, right there. Yes, yeah. So like, um, on the last episode. Uh, they were making a plan to like fight back to, at the Cerulean, and um, uh, Lucky Beast said um, he basically went through the whole plan with them. Everyone, uh, while everyone was running off to go set up the plan, he said, "Serval, it was fun traveling with you and um, Kaban." Yeah, and she was like, "Yes." Uh, yeah, of course she, it was fun. It was fun. Don't worry. When we get back, we'll travel to all sorts of places together. And I was like. When I first saw this anime, I was like, oh no, I know those words. But she was oblivious to it all. She was like, yeah, we're going to have so much fun when we get back together. But he's already just like, and I'm just like, okay, okay. And then I was like, wait a minute. 
Those were parting words. He ain't gonna make it. He ain't gonna make it, Chief. He said, this ain't it, Chief. <laughs> and, oh my gosh, his final sacrifice. And then his final words were, come on, serval. And then he just dies. Yeah, I'm just like, you will be missed. I'm like, so yeah, that's what I always, like, that was like my funniest thing was like me asking you, when this anime first started, after we finished it, mm -hmm. did you even imagine that this whole like emotional roller coaster was gonna happen at the end? Nope. Especially with the title card into <laughs> <laughs> And like hearing the opening theme, because like the opening theme is not like it's not intimidating or whatever. Yeah. Like it like normal anime theme music that they played towards like the, at the boss fight at the yeah. end. It's supposed to be all epic and everything. You're like, yeah, literally, Kimono Friends opening. You're like, this is not boss music. <laughs> this is not boss music material. And the funny thing is, is because like I remember when I first watched the first episode and I heard the intro, I was like, wait a minute, I've heard this intro somewhere else before, but it's because. I listen to a lot of anime music, mm -hmm. and so sometimes if you have like, you know, when you're on YouTube, you find like the whole anime mix and they put in different intros. Yeah. Kimono Friends was one of the intros that was playing at the time, and I was like, yo, this was epic as well! And then me actually listening to it, I'm vibing with this! <laughs> I'm vibing with this! Alrighty then, so we've reached the end of the episode, so I guess my final question to you is, would you recommend this to people? Oh, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. If you want to know about animals, I mean, animals. you you could sit here and just go on Animal Planet. You know, you Literally, could. You but can if watch you Planet want, but look, that might put you to sleep. Now take it from both of us. Now, if you want to listen and watch something really good, yes, that's gonna have your attention fully. <laughs> watch Kimono. Definitely Friends. watch Kimono Friends. Right. Especially that epic fight scene. Oh my god, because that epic fight scene was totally accurate <laughs> to how animals fight. Yup. Alrighty then. Ah, <sighs> now that's the end of the episode. Now we gotta go back into the sun. Ah, not again. <laughs> Alrighty guys, thanks, and we hope you've enjoyed visiting the, the Underground, Underground Geek Shack. Shack. Bye. Bye.